When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Beautiful people. Weekly check-ins. I'm going to be having these videos and this audio every single week until I can take this show on the road, until I can see you face-to-face and give you a hug and just have a conversation in person. This will have to suffice. I am so grateful for any and everyone who comes on to share their personal story. There was no pre-call involved. All I did was ask for their phone number and their time and day that works best for them. We were able to have a beautiful conversation. So without further ado, weekly check-ins, let's begin. Tony. Hey, Justin. How you doing? What's going on, man? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you as well. Well, man, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for um, uh, allowing this to to happen. I'm super excited. This is all new. Um, I have no expectations, but I do have intentions, and that's just sure. to help people. At the end of the day, that's all it's about. So um, from me to you, I want to just show up for you in the best way possible, whether you need me to listen with my heart listen with my mind, listen with my ears, however it may be. How can I help, man? Yeah, well, I, I just have to reciprocate, I think, first and foremost, and just say that I'm so uh, honestly grateful and honored of the opportunity to be able to, to speak with you. Um, I think over the past, wow, I'd say probably like a year, I've been listening to the podcast and mm-hmm. really trying to key in on different areas that I think are going to be effective for me mm-hmm. um as just a young man going forward mm-hmm. and so yeah i'm just i'm really humbled that you're giving me the opportunity to, to speak with you uh candidly about this kind of stuff yeah appreciate that i, I think I, I think the major thing for me um that i you know would love to just you know pick your brain about at this point mm-hmm. would just be some of the stuff that you've touched on with other people and, and some of your guests in the podcast specifically Mm. on maximizing your potential Mm. and just getting to Mm. being the most authentic and and best version of yourself. Sure. Um, I think that's something that I've really been focused on over the last 16, 18 months. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm really striving on in all aspects and facets of my life to really just unlock that, potential i think i I really have Mm -hmm. to be a a better son and a a better partner a better individual in general sure um so i I think that's kind of like where i wanted to 
loosely attack this conversation yeah yeah totally uh first and foremost it's it's uh i think necessary to take a moment right now for you to even be in the space that you're in which is wanting to become the best version of yourself because a yeah. lot of uh, that's like half the battle <laughs> i just want to <laughs> i just want to start with that you know i mean a lot of people the idea is fun but the follow through is oftentimes not there and if it is there it's not consistent so good for right. you for even showing up to to this point. Uh, my first question back to you is, what made you come to this conclusion that you want to finally become the best version of yourself and live up to your potential? Sure. Um, it, I think you, you just touched on it in terms of it's usually not something that comes easily for people <laughs> right. in terms of wanting to, to make those changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and just being as, as honest and transparent as I can, yeah. um, I think what happened is that I was in a five-year relationship that ended, mm-hmm. um, on top of that, there was a lot of medical issues that I was dealing with at that point in time, just okay. physically. Okay. And I think in the culmination of all of that coming together, it all really ended right at the tail end of 2019 mm-hmm. and just built into the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that was a perfect opportunity for me to kind of really take stock and hit the reset button. Sure. And like I said before, it was less about, you know, really like being disappointed and like super upset with where I was at in life and more just coming to the realization that I, I think I could do better Yeah. or I could, I could get more of what I wanted. I think that's probably a better way of saying it. Sure. Well, and you started to identify the, the patterns. Yeah. You know, the, the bad patterns and, and which is always the ones that stand out the most, <laughs> right? We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're so quick to focus on what we need to fix as opposed to what we just needed to sit with gratitude with. But, um, but yeah, and that's, that's a tough time. You know, a five-year relationship, first of all, is, is a, a very long time, especially in today's day and age. Um, if, yeah. if you don't mind me asking, Tony, how old are you? I'm 31. 31. Okay. So you were uh, 24 to 29 then with, with this relationship? Yeah. Okay. So pivotal years, right? I mean, you're, you're, it's, it's, you're becoming a man. You're becoming who you, um, are going to be in relationship. You're becoming who you're going to be when, when sharing yourself and giving yourself to someone. So that's a, that's a very important time. And, you know, it could go one of two ways. It could scar you or it can motivate you. You know, so I, I think it sounds yeah. like it motivated you. And the, the reason why I say it's a tough time to go through that, aside from the five years, is you went you went through that. And then the pandemic happened, which means like you had no distractions to take you away <laughs> from the work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the work was like, Absolutely. I'm here now. No more running for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very, very much. The, no, you're hitting the nail right on the head, as I said earlier. Yeah. Um, we we moved from one state to another together. Oh, wow. um, we were thousands of miles away from our family and, and friends for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't, a, this isn't you know, an opportunity for me to sit and back belt my, no, my ex no. or anything yeah. like that. More so just in terms of we, we grew apart because we were becoming different people. Yeah. I think that was a, a big part of it. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and I think the big thing for me was there is a lot of internal work um, that I can do to, to be just a better man in general. It, sure. Would it have saved my relationship? No, I, I'm not saying it, it was anything like that, but mm-hmm. just as you kind of alluded to in all of the 
the podcast and other things, I can't expect different results if I take the same version of myself into <laughs> anything new. Yeah. So uh, I've been really trying to keep that at the forefront of my mind and, and just understand that, like you said, sit and be scarred and, and just be upset with what happened and, and ask all those questions mm -hmm. or try and do better and, and make sure that moving forward, I'm striving to yeah. work on those areas of weakness or, or whatever areas of opportunity to get yeah. better. And well, and, be better. and it also, correct me if I'm wrong, it, it sounds like um, your relationship exposed you. Yeah, so, so yeah, for so sure. Even, even more so, like it exposed your flaws. It exposed the things that you can't get away with anymore. It exposed, yeah. you know, the, the bad yeah. habits again, back to the bad patterns. And that, yeah. that type of exposure, depending on the size of your ego, could be very bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's why it's like, yeah. it's so important to recognize that just because the experience didn't go, quote unquote, according to plan, which is what you guys signed up for was, you know, long term at, at that particular time, right. you're not just throwing away that whole experience like, oh, it's not me, it's her, it's not me, it's them, it's, you know, it's, it's the grass is greener and, and I'll be fine and I don't need to work on anything. Like you didn't just throw the whole thing away. You were like, there's something here that won't go away. There's something here that is, is eating me up. Like I need to make a change. Like you said, and, and I've mentioned before, you can't continue to take the same you into a new, in new situations. And, and right. the fact again, that you're able to identify that is huge in, in like the best way possible. And again, that can be very intimidating for a lot of people, but here I am now, um, you know, in a, in a different state of mind for sure. And in just a different place in my life than, than what I once was, I'm able to tell you that, um, the view from this side is a hell of a lot better than, than before. So, <laughs> so, so let's, let's, let's try to come up with like some practical things that we can do. Right. So back to your, sure. yeah, your, your whole yeah. thing was, is maximizing your potential and becoming the best version of yourself. And, and that's why I asked you what brought you to this moment? Cause everyone has a crossroad. Everyone has something they can almost pinpoint and put their finger on. And for you, it was a failed relationship uh, among, I'm sure some other things, but we'll just stay with this here. Sure. And sure. that is, is something I've always said. Like I, I believe men change for one of two reasons, either money or women in your case, yeah. more or less it was a woman. It was definitely both. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. So you're okay. You're, you're making my point even, even stronger. So my next question is, how bad do you want to make these changes? I hit rock bottom in terms of if it boils down to one thing, maximum unhappiness with myself. Mm. And that was something I, I, I didn't want to carry any longer in terms of, like you said, looking in the mirror and having regrets or thinking I could do better or just knowing that the potential was there and not doing anything about it. Yeah. And I got really just tired of that feeling, I mm -hmm. think, ultimately. What do you want out of this? Like, what does the other side look like for you? In terms of how bad I want it, I'm doing any and everything I can possible to get it. Um, like what? What, what, are, what, what are some of the things? <sighs> talking to you okay. and being, again, Showing up. Uh, honest with, with myself and transparent as I can about my experiences and yeah. where I'm at. Mm -hmm. um, trying to be really forthright about where I am lacking and where I'm not. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm at a place where I'm also trying to be kinder with myself 
and give myself credit for the work I have done. Mm-hmm. Um, I set a lot of goals once everything transpired and I, I checked a lot of those boxes. Mm-hmm. So whether it's doing the internal work, going to therapy, yeah. reading everything I can, mm-hmm. um, taking notes on things that I'm actually um, trying to get better at, yeah. um, actively trying to put those things in play. Mm-hmm. A, a big part of that for me is trying to be an effective communicator. Mm. Um, if there's anything I've learned from my experiences with, with women or the, at least the important women in my life, whether that's my, my mother or, you know, any significant other I've had, it's that tone is very important Yeah, and it's not necessarily what you're saying. It's how you're saying it. Yep. Delivery and is, delivery is everything. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long, long, long time to yeah. realize that. Yeah. And, um, it's something that I think has certainly not helped me mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. But I'm a lot better now, and I think it's it's fostered a lot more healthy relationships with me and, and people that, again, I genuinely care about, yeah. but haven't been able to effectively get my mm-hmm. um, point across to at various times. Yeah. So, and and what does the other side of of the best version of yourself like? What what does that look like to you? Have you ever sure? And and to break it down even more specifically, have you ever sat with that and actually felt what that would feel like? Have you, have you like envisioned it? I I have. Yeah. I'm a big person um, or a big believer, I would say in meditating. Um, I'm a former, former athlete. So visualization, visualization, excuse me, is is something that I, I definitely really believe in and worked on. Um, You have to almost see it in your mind before you're going to ever be achieved in real life. Um, So those are things I definitely strive to do. Um, Ultimately, I see myself happy. Man. Well, first and foremost, when I asked you, you know, what are some of the things you're doing, you know, to, to get to where you want to be? Um, it definitely sounds like you're very clear on a lot of things that mainly the, the most important thing of all this is that work for you. Because yep. that's all that matters. Because I can give you what worked for me in the past and you may listen to other podcasts and, you know, vice versa. But you have to figure out, you have to start implementing and trial and error in, in a sense of what works for Tony you know, and, and, and what doesn't, right? And that's, that's the beauty of really sitting with your thoughts and not running from them, right? Like clearing the distraction, not only from the outside world, but also mainly from within your head. Because <laughs> for me, like in my head is the biggest distraction of all. You know, I can Absolutely. think myself to, to the end. You know, I can, I can um, come up with all these hypotheticals and what ifs and and, and, you know, possible failure moments. And it's like, whoa, 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 just clear all that out. Like, let's compartmentalize. Let's just apply. Let's try something of these 100,000 things you just came up with in six seconds. Let me try one at a time and just see what works and see what doesn't work. So the fact that you're able yep. to do that is major and it's going to save you a lot of time because clarity, for me at least, is everything. So you're, you're kind of decluttering. When you're decluttering your home, your car, your workspace, you're decluttering also your mind. And then therefore your life. So not that decluttering your ex, okay, was like the goal. However, I think, I think, I think you both realize that this is no longer serving you and it's time to let it go. And as you said, you grew apart. That happens a lot, especially in your twenties when you're in relationships and I right. had an episode with Rome. Um, we uh, the first time I had him on was dating with intentions, and 
he said something that still resonates with me, obviously, here today, which is it's, it's not so much love that keeps us together. It's growth. You know, you, you want to find someone to compliment what you've worked so hard in achieving and becoming, and now you're the best version of yourself. You're not just going to give that to anyone, and you're also not going to have someone come and mess that up or come yeah. and, and take that away from you in a way where um, you're now doing things that you, you know, don't align with or didn't align with, or you're doing things that are out of character, et cetera. So for you to figure out that this is no longer serving, you know, you guys both figuring this out and you have to let it go is, is beautiful. And again, not just throwing away the whole experience. There were seeds that were planted in there that obviously resonate with you. So if you can, and, and I really appreciate your vulnerability and transparency because that's the only way any of this is going to work. So thank you for that. And here's a follow-up question that's going to require more transparency, which is what were some of, if you can pick three things that your ex was constantly on you about that she needed from you? <laughs> oh boy, dude, dude. <laughs> um, Ooh, this is one that I think you'll, you'll resonate with a certain level of, I don't want to say sincerity, mm-hmm. but kindness and listening. Okay. So empathy, compassion. Certainly, certainly that, but mm-hmm. I think she would overall say that I was someone that was willing to always like hear her out and things like that. Mm-hmm. But was I really listening in terms of caring? Um, another thing that I think, oh, that I wasn't giving enough consideration to things that she probably felt were important. I think we had a disconnect in that regard. I think she would probably say in those instances, I was insensitive. You were ins- you, you were insensitive to her. Yeah. Okay. And that uh, not to cut you off, but that to me, because um, I can definitely relate to that. I think uh, at times when I'm insensitive or listening to reply, as opposed to listening to understand. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. When it comes King to of that, yeah, yeah. They, well, I'm I'm the uh, I'm right there with you on the throne, but um, <laughs> that, I think the reason if I can just take myself into those moments that I get that way is because I'm selfishly too concerned and too focused on being understood as opposed to just trying to understand. Absolutely, yeah. And when, yeah. You, when you get to that point as a man in a relationship, the other person loses trust in the sense of what's the point of even opening up to you and being vulnerable and transparent with you because all you care about is your needs. And even more so for me, what I've witnessed in the past is that's when, again, the trust goes, but that's when like the respect goes because not only the respect from them to me, but then they're realizing from me to them. And I may not understand everything that you're going through, but I damn sure I'm going to try. And uh, and for a fact, you're going to feel and know that I am trying to get to where you need me to be. So a lot of times, and, and this is something I had to learn the hard way um, in my marriage is that, you know, men deal in solution-based situations. So if there's an issue, we go crazy to find the solution ASAP. And if we don't find the solution, it drives us crazy, but we also feel inadequate. We also feel helpless. But even though we feel these things, we're not really that easily able to express this because that could be taken as a sign of weakness in our head. Although 
On the contrary, it's actually just us being vulnerable, which is very difficult for us to do. And a lot of times, as I've, again, had to learn the hard way in this marriage that I'm in, you have to understand that sometimes just listening and trying to understand or, or let alone understanding is the solution. Right. So all these things are the seeds that I'm sure were planted within your five-year relationship. Oh, definitely. I, mm-hmm. um, I think the other thing that I would, I would definitely say, and just the way you presented it kind of made me think of it. She would say uh, with a hundred percent certainty that I was, I was a person that was notorious for keeping score and can admit mm-hmm. that to, to a fault, Yeah, which never works for no. anyone. No. Um, particularly just if I'm being honest for myself, cause I was never actually letting anything go. It yeah. was just being buried and, put under the surface for ammunition inevitably later. Right. So, uh, preaching to the choir, this, this is great. I really want to stay here with this keeping score thing. And I want to unpack it cause it's, it's very common and our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs. So your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Uh, it's actually something that my wife and I are currently working on, mainly me, in our marriage, is because I'm, I'm a scorekeeper as well. So the first thing is, is have you ever asked yourself why you feel the need to keep score? Uh, yeah, uh, I think this is a, a roundabout way of saying I, I too think I have some some unpacked childhood trauma that's probably lingering. Yep. Um, I think a lot of it just stems from from. I have a mother that would say, bless her heart, she's very emotional too. Um, and the way she would deal with things would be to lock it up and deal with it later. Okay. Because she usually was put in on a, a, a brave face for most of us. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't a person that was very big into confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the other end of that spectrum where I'm a hothead. Mm-hmm. So... I think I try to do it more so that I, I'm not blowing up all the time, mm-hmm. or at least that's what it, it started from. Um, but then it just turned into an unhealthy situation. Of I think some of the other things just, just to keep in mind when it comes to keeping score, because um, the childhood thing is definitely a good start. And so what I've been unpacking and realizing with keeping score, if I were to ask myself, why do I keep score? The first thing I've identified is... I didn't feel personally that I was valid even for myself. So now I'm seeking validation from someone else. So in times of an argument when it's like, well, I didn't bring this up the other three times and it's like, who cares? Right. 
because we're here now. What happened in the past, it, it, it's irrelevant. And the fact that you didn't bring it up in the past, it's like, at the end of the day, all you're really saying is, I shoved these things under the rug. Right. But that's no one's fault but yourself. It's no one told you to suppress how you feel. Like you said, it's bringing things up in the moment so that you don't build resentment later. And that's another thing with keeping score. It also equates to resentment down the road. Because if I were to clean the house the last five times and on the sixth time, I'm like, I just don't really feel like cleaning. Hopefully Shay will clean. And if she doesn't, I'm now upset. And she's like, hey, good morning. And I'm like, morning. You know what I mean? She's like, what's the problem? Yeah. I'm like, are you not going to clean the house? She's like, whoa. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I can clean. You know what I mean? Because I'm now, I've been. Yes, I do. Yeah. I've been festering all these feelings for so long. She has no clue because I've suppressed them and I've right. kept them in and I've been keeping score. I'm like, I clean the last five times. And she's like, is it about how many times people clean or just that the house is clean? That's what it comes down right. to. <laughs> if you got the time, yeah. great. The last five times you happen to have the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's that, that's the long term, though, right back to that. So keeping score equates to resentment. And it also equates to you feeling the need and you meaning Tony, you and I. It also equates yeah. to for whatever the hell reason we think we need to prove our worth. And that Definitely. the only person we need or people we need to prove our worth to is ourselves. Right. I think that was certainly a major part of all of it. Um, I unpacking all of this as I, I was talking about it earlier mm-hmm. in terms of what I'm really striving for ultimately stems from that very idea. I was at, at, for a I wouldn't say a majority, a major part towards the tail end of that long relationship supremely unhappy with myself there it is um i think i think if you asked her she would say the same thing yeah and a lot of that just led to com- a combination of stagnation for both of us sure and obviously again in a situation where two people genuinely do care it, mm-hmm. it's hard mm-hmm. to admit those things to yourself that you you both feel like you're you're failing yourself you're failing each other the whole process um, and that's just being, you know, honest as an adult now and sure. being able to look back with hindsight 2020, but yeah, no, I think, I think a lot of it really does come from, like you said, needing self-validation. Well, I, I want to take it back cause I know you'll really be able to relate to this. I'll, I'll take it back to what's very familiar to both you and I as athletes. When in practice, we go hard, right? You practice how you play. And there's nothing better than to receive validation, praise, acknowledgement, encouragement, et cetera, from your coach. That helps us so much. It's, it's like not even funny. So when you get that sense of reward or validation, you're like, I am doing a good job. That was a good shot. That was a good pass. That was a good play. And subconsciously what that's implementing and planting into your head, into your heart, into your, to your whole soul (laughs) is whenever you do something good, you're subconsciously seeking for that coach to tell you, good job, Tony. And when your girlfriend's not telling you, good job, Tony, what happens? Don't feel like I'm doing a very good job. And so you're now forcing this pressure situation onto your girlfriend of like, you're not telling her, I need you to tell me I'm doing a good job, but basically you're telling her that. That's the message that's coming across. 
but it's yeah. not her responsibility to give you a pat on the back. Right. That's back to like, you have to be valid and, and, um, you almost have to be your hype man sometimes, right? Like you, you have to yeah. like pat yourself yeah. on the back. You have to acknowledge yourself. And, and like you said, do some of the things that you love to do that make you happy. That's self-love. That's rewarding. But we can't put that type of emphasis on another person because it's not their responsibility. Because I used to do that right. a lot. And what would happen is I would put like, I would be unhappy with myself with what I was doing. And deep down, I'm like, I just really want to be loved, but I would never show that, you know, there's, there's a saying that says the people who need love the most have the worst way of asking for it because we can't be vulnerable. We can't be transparent. And even if it's like not in, in totality, but I'm referring to the times of when in conflict, well, it's very difficult for me to be all those things in times of conflict because I'm ego protecting. I can't be shown as weak. I can't come across as I don't know the answer. And I'm also protecting my heart because I don't want to get hurt. And even more so, I don't trust you enough to come up with the solution for this problem that we have. So instead, I'll put the microscope on you and tell you what you're not doing, what you need to be doing more of. And I'm not even asking myself that. Uh, I think the big thing for me in terms of what you were just saying there was I, I, I walked away from this thing, you know, as a pretty good boyfriend, like, why did this transpire? What, why did it come to where it ended? Sure. But was I, am I actually being honest with myself and saying that? Like, was I, was I as good of a boyfriend as I thought I was or right. was I telling everybody and myself that I was. Mm-hmm. And I think that I always definitely hung my hat on being open and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I, I just wasn't doing that with myself. Right. Yes, there were times where I was able to be, you know, a good support for her and be mm-hmm. vulnerable with her when she needed me to be. But when I needed to be for myself, did I actually yeah. show up? Right. And more often than not, I, I wasn't able to do that because I wasn't confident in right. what I was bringing to the table. Yeah. And that's something that I think I've definitely gotten to a place where not that I'm perfect. I'm definitely not. That's not the, that's not the goal here, Mm -hmm. but in terms of what I actually wanted to accomplish and, and really try and focus on was at the end of the day, am I going to be, can I be the best version of myself if I'm not being authentic with things that I need or want or, are important to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that those weren't discussions that I was willing to even broach mm-hmm. with my significant other because I was too worried about holding on to her and keeping the status quo of what we were and what, what we, had, we had going at that point because I was sure. too afraid of what the other side looked like. Sure. You mentioned a couple of things I, I want to go back to. Um, one of the things that I, I wrote down is in order, you said, you know, you were able to be vulnerable with your ex and, and show up for her in that way. Um, and I don't doubt you and I, and I don't think um, you're lying, but I will tell you, imagine if you were able to show up for yourself, as you mentioned, that you weren't really doing. And then once you can do that consistently and you're, you're there for yourself, imagine how you could be there for others. Right. Because I believe in if you don't love yourself, 
I think it is damn near impossible for you to love anyone else. If you're not able to be vulnerable with yourself and transparent with yourself consistently and open and honestly, how can you show up in that way for someone else? So it's like self-love isn't selfish. It's important. It's necessary in this particular situation because it's like it has to start with you first and foremost. Because if it doesn't start with you, what version of yourself are you giving to someone else? You're, you're giving yeah. them baggage. You're yeah. giving them a lot of uncertainty. You're giving them a lot of lack of reassurance. Because you don't even have that for yourself. There's no stability. And so for you to create that stability for yourself, watch how much easily you're able to give that and show up for that person consistently and give that to them. The other thing is, is, is um, and I can relate to you, is because I was so unhappy with myself and I didn't really have stability or structure within myself, I didn't really love myself, I consistently would procrastinate um, project is the other PR word. I would project my insecurities onto my partner. Yep. And taking that hard look in the mirror was tough because I, I really felt bad for a lot of my exes, yeah. you know, because it's not fair. To them. It's, it's not fair to them. And it sucks. Yeah. Not to say they're no, perfect, but I'm taking accountability right. for my actions and that, that's all you can do. <laughs> Definitely. So when you're when you're projecting your insecurities onto someone, when you're projecting like as Tony as you, like I need validation, like like validation for you might as well be one of your love languages, right? Yeah. So I'm a quality, a quality time. Yeah, quality time sure. and words of affirmation. And when you don't receive that, you don't feel loved. And when you don't feel loved, it's very difficult to give love. But if you were able to have your own moment of words of affirmation, your own moment of taking the resentment off the table and just realizing I'm just doing my part as a boyfriend. I don't need a reward for that. Like the boyfriend standard is not a reward. It's just the standard. Yeah. It's like the, the ground base zero. It's like, you know, more than that. Great. But it's like, I think a lot of times we seek these, um, not unworthy moments of approval or validation, but we seek these unnecessary moments of approval or validation. It's like, is it even necessary? You, you want to hear the funny part about that? And I, I don't mean to interrupt, no, good, but good. it just made, it made me think of one of the, whenever we would have like a heated argument, mm-hmm. my, my fallback at that time was always comparing myself to the other terrible boyfriends that mm. all her friends had. Tony and talking about Oof. again the things I wasn't doing that they were doing oh, that again there. somehow made made me better in some way. Obviously, a terrible thing to yeah admit, but it's the truth. I've been there too many times, unfortunately. Ugh. Yeah, man. That well, that Just because I wasn't cheating or whatever yes. didn't mean that I was somehow exactly you know, God's gift to the relationship. <laughs> I, 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 so you said God's gift. I used to always say the best things in sliced bread. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's along the yeah. same lines and it's just back to, you know, as Shay and I talked about in the dating in your thirties episode, when we talked about, oh yeah, you know, when your ex is a four and you're a five, it's like, yeah, you're technically better than them, but you're still a five. 
<laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's no need to highlight your fiveness, right? If you will, or to highlight their fourness, exactly. right? So, yep. um, right. It, it's just, it's just being present. That, that's what it's all about. It's about thinking long-term, thinking ahead, not thinking the past. Um, and, and really just sitting with, you know, you mentioned, um, it's not about being perfect and I totally agree with you. Um, it's about just being better, right. not perfect, better, not perfection, progress. You know, right. um, one of the things that I'd love to give you on your journey is just be patient, man. Like really yeah. enjoy this process, this, this moment of where you are, which is you're no longer at the crossroad. You're like you're now you're starting to make strides into the right, the right direction. Um, you're taking a lot of what you're learning from your past relationship, from your past friendships, uh, et cetera, who you were as an employee, all the above. And you're, you're tweaking things a little bit and you're making sure that you identify the problem. You become aware of it. You accept the problem. You know, you were the person who kept score. You were the person who would compare yourself to their ex only because it was convenient and benefited you. Um, and it's, it's now that's that's a much better way of putting it. There you go. There you go. And it's, (laughs) it's applying all that, you know, in order to make the necessary changes. So back to the original question and and just topic, which was maximizing your potential and becoming the best version of yourself. A couple little, little like bullet point things. If I can give you, you said you're in, you're in therapy, right? Yeah. Okay, great. The other thing is, um, if you haven't already, I would really, encourage you to ask your therapist to take a dive down deep and get to the root of a lot of childhood stuff. Why you constantly seek validation, why you constantly feel the need to compare, why you constantly feel the need that I need to be right in this situation. I need to be heard in this situation before anything else, you know, because these are all things that are not only going to help you but they're definitely going to help you in the next relationship. So you're not repeating, you're repairing. I think you need to take some time in forgiving yourself. You, maybe this is the athlete in you, but you sound like a little bit of a perfectionist and it takes one to know one. So, so pl- please receive that. Well, yeah. I hear you. No, I, I am. I'm taking yeah. I, There's a reason why I was so uh, you know interested in talking to you. Yeah. I definitely see a lot of similarities. Oh, great. Okay, cool. So, um, take some time in, in forgiveness. You know, you're, you're never going to be the perfect boyfriend. You're never going to be the perfect man. You know, as we talked about, you know, it's not about perfection. It's about just being better, but really forgive yourself for any and all things that you wish you could have changed in your relationship that you wish you could have changed in your early twenties before you got into a serious relationship, your teenage years, your childhood years, Understanding that some things that you maybe are hard on yourself for and with are not necessarily your fault, but you are taking the responsibility and the accountability for things that have nothing to do with you personally. How you projected a lot of your insecurities onto your ex, maybe your parents projected a lot of their insecurities onto you or onto themselves or other family members or other role models that you spent a lot of time with. Because you picked it up from something or someone along the way. So it's important to identify it and then to really ask yourself, is this, should I be taking this on personally or did this actually have nothing to do with me? Unfortunately, it was just given to me. 
and know that you're going to make mistakes. Know that it's, it's not if, it's when you're going to have a bad day. And that's okay. Knowing that you're going to fail, but being excited to grab the lesson from the failure. Like we only know as athletes, like win or lose, win or lose, win or lose. But that doesn't apply to life. Right. It just applies to the game. So it's important to identify not just the overall like big picture. It's important to identify the present day moments that you are now intentionally taking and moving towards day after day after day. This is called the process. We're so fixated on the end result but what about the things that we need to do in order to get to that end result? Wherever you want to be, which is, in your, your words, the best version of yourself, enjoy the process along the way. Don't just be fixated on the end result. Like you said, self-awareness and uh, ownership, I think, are... Yeah, so it's... Or it's, accountability, however you want it's, to say It's awareness. It's important. Yeah, the triple A's. It's awareness and then accepting it and now the application process begins, applying what you know you need to work on and change in order to get to where you want to be. Well, Tony, I'm wishing you all the best, man. Thank you again for your honesty, your transparency, your vulnerability, your um, openness and, and just generosity and sharing your story and, you know, flaws and all good and bad. Um, it's, it's inspiring. And again, it's it's going to help out a lot of people and, and hopefully it also helped you out today too. There's a lot of things I think you're, you know, probably became aware of and, um, some, some things came to light, hopefully. No, definitely. I, I just can't thank you enough for the time, JD. Uh, obviously wish you and Shay and, and all of the rest of you guys over there, uh, continued success and, and happiness. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks so much, man. Enjoy the weekend. And then, uh, will do JD. Thank you so much again. Awesome. See you. Bye. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.